Welcome back, everybody, to a Black Girls Bravo podcast. We are three friends who love ourselves, some Bravo television, and wanted to create a space for a Black girl's candid perspective. Let's get into it. Hey, cousins. We have some great news this week. A Black Girls Bravo podcast is hosting a giveaway in celebration of our one month anniversary. In honor of that, we're selecting one cousin to spoil. So for more information on how to enter this giveaway, head over to our Instagram to see the rules and regulations. Also, to get a little bit of a preview of what our prizes are. We have great prizes, grand prizes, some for the inside and also for the outside. Next week, I'll be announcing the winner on another episode of A Black Girl's Bravo. Okay, y'all, I'm going to quickly go over the instructions to enter to win our one-month giveaway. Y'all listening? Okay. Step one, make sure you are following us on Instagram and Twitter at Black Girl's Bravo. Step two, head on over to Facebook and join our brand new private discussion group called A Black Girls Bravo Podcast Cousin Chat. Step three, subscribe and download our latest episode on your favorite streaming platform. Step four, tag three friends who you know love Bravo in one of our latest posts on Instagram so they can catch the tea, honey. And finally, head on over to Apple Podcasts and review and rate and tell us what you're thinking of the podcast so far. We're looking for five-star reviews, darling. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead and get these steps done because we have some great prizes for y'all. We are so excited to show you love just as you guys have been showing us so much love and support. We're rooting for you all, so go get to work. Hey listeners, if you're wondering where our icebreaker for the week is, stop what you're doing and head on over to our Instagram page at Black Girls Bravo, where you can find some fun and interactive biographies on your three hosts, myself, Desiree, and Lara. In efforts to show our love and gratitude for all of your support, we've answered some fun Bravo-related questions like, who are your favorite Bravo fashion icons. We also included an interactive Bravo this or that questionnaire, which you yourselves can participate in, and even our all-time favorite Bravo celebrity quotes. Visit our Instagram right now at Black Girls Bravo for all things Black Girls Bravo podcast and more. This week, we'll be taking a temperature check on the Real Housewives of Atlanta and Below Deck, touching on the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and during this week's deep dive conversation, we're going to talk about white cast members of Bravo Television not being held accountable. The tea is piping hot and looking a little bit like an inmate at this point, because... Erica Girardi and Tom, who is like, he's the one that really needs to uh, watch his ass right now. So in the video that I just showed you guys for the listeners, um, it is Sherelle's world in an interview with a man named Freddie. I don't know who Uh Freddie is, but he has a lot of information Uh about the Girardis. Um, So basically, Tom has been MIA through everything. (laughs) Like he's not showing up to court proceedings. 
He's How? not telling people he's sending a representative. That's insane. Just I don't even know how that I don't know how that is okayed. I really need to ask my lawyer friends, like, okay, in these situations when representation doesn't show up in court, what happens? Like, doesn't that automat automatically like plead guilt? Don't you get like a warrant? Yeah, don't you yeah. get like a warrant or something for not showing up when someone like you need to subpoena it or whatever that thing is? Like Right. You're called to we, court. That's what I thought. Like you get you get a warrant if you don't show up for parking uh, court. Okay. This is so, why. Okay, this so is, this is what I'm saying. This is why the rules don't apply to rich folks. Mm-hmm. Or hello, melanin. Mm. We got a different right. set of rules because he would be in the jail right now if he were black. under. Under honestly, mm-hmm. there's so yes. much griminess that's just going just, on with this yes. case. Just, it's and, the entitlement for me. It's the entitlement <laughs> for me because I'm what? disgusted. And Erica like, is literally still on socials right now, just acting like it's a wonderful girl, day in the neighborhood. The part, that's the part where I'm like, I knew sis didn't care, but like she really don't care. Like, like she, she no, she's built like, for this. This is how she's built. <laughs> we we clearly we clearly now know that she is she's built this way. She is built to only care about herself and and really not care about anybody in passing because like she Facts. sees what her husband is doing. She's she's on the board. She got she, no. She got she's a secretary. She right. So she's a she's right. a part of the organization that does this to people. Like she knows what's going on. She is built for this, y'all. She, this is who it she was is. The, right. It was the twenty three million dollar transfer for me. Like the like the cool. courts can't find that. Okay, <laughs> cool. yeah, like it's a right. lot of money with the signature. You can't just hide wow. that, sweetheart. No, this is who she Listen, is, and it keeps. It keeps getting thicker and thicker and thicker. Like, this stuff is crazy. And honestly, I don't know whether to keep, like, acting surprised to all this shit or just, <laughs> like, shaking my head in all of my blackness. True. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand. Apparently, so Ronald Richards, he's an attorney that we follow on Twitter, posted that both of their properties have defaulted on their property tax. So, like, when I tell you they're out here really not giving a fuck about anything they are really not giving a fuck about anything um this could mean that they could be evicted yeah Yeah. we're talking about fifteen thousand dollars in property taxes twenty one twenty nine thousand dollars on another property that they're just not paying and not responding to people that they owe money like they they owe money and their accounts are currently frozen. What is life? How does, like, I don't understand. <laughs> make it make sense. I'm wondering I now. I feel so bad. Sorry. For what? For what? Right, right. What do you feel, no, what no, do you no, feel no. bad for? <laughs> I feel bad for the victims. Like, literally. 100%. Just listening to that Freddie guy talk about how the, the woman was awarded um, 500000 and Tom only gave... Sorry, it's not funny. It's not funny at all. No, she was he awarded like a mil or something 50. like that. Yeah, a million. gave her $50,000. How insulting. Like, and she, that's she like... lost her husband, mind you. So they hired you, again, in a case to support something that has tragically that's happened sickening. in her that's life sickening. and that's you sickening. have now stolen 
what she has originally asked you to help her attain what is what is owed to her you have also stolen so you but have not added even... to the problem like right you and have added a certain, to that's a different level you, of evil okay again mm-hmm. You've yeah. added now to this woman's trauma. She's already reached out to you in her most vulnerable state, and then you add more insult on injury. Or right. is that like that is sick? It's like putting salt on a wound. And it's like Again. when I tell you, I don't really judge any like housewives or celebrities that have gone through the criminal justice system for not paying their taxes. Like I don't care. Whatever it happens, they but go to this. Jail, they do their, this is bad. Mm-mm. This Mm-mm. is like this is horrible. Like this, this is, is immoral. I would like, much rather inhumane. Erica definitely, you know, be mute. Okay, at this time, I ra- I rather mm-hmm. her be quiet at this time mm-hmm. and let whatever is happening in her personal life play out in her home. And 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 if you are serious about this divorce with your husband, like I rather you on your social platforms speak to who you are and and really disassociating yourself from him if that is what's going on but that doesn't mean joining fenty campaigns and doing all this other stuff and and not addressing yeah Mm -hmm. like you're not addressing truly like what's happening and i want to i want to know that you're better than what what all the press is talking about but since you're not giving us anything other than oh i'm just ignoring the fact that my husband is this disgusting human being right and all but the it's money past that, that I'm, it's past all the that. money that it's i've like, been living off of is stolen money from victims like you know this now like even even but the thing is like even if you wanted to act like you didn't know Erica you are now aware of this right because now the world is aware that your husband has been using all this money it's been stolen so you should still make an address on that behalf so I will say that um just like knowing a little bit I guess of how courts go she might have to watch what she says to the public right now because of the case and because of her involvement or like, you know, all the allegations, blah, blah, got it. The only thing I say is that if you're not going to say, I didn't know about it or I didn't have any involvement or whatever, I don't think that you should be posting um, these like posting period or just posting these provocative pictures like, it's like a big F you to the family who mm-hmm. lost all That's the victims what I'm away. Saying. Exactly. Like, it's ignoring like, what's going on around you. Like, read right. the yeah. word. And what's, like, even worse, the worst. what's even worse is all of her little buddies. Like, I'm almost as disgusted with them as I am with Erica that are like cheering her on. Like, yes, girl, do you boo? Ooh. Are we going there? Are we going there? Is that what because... they're doing? All I'm going to say is. Your charter is over. (laughs) Get your ass on this damn bike. (laughs) My mouth is just open, y'all. My mouth is open. Below deck again. Another week that didn't disappoint. Claps for them. Claps for below deck. Another week that did not disappoint. Because, Mm -hmm. okay, but this is the thing. I have a feeling that I am Dolores. Do no. you? <laughs> For real? No. Getting I kicked off the I, 
That's me. I think it, no. I'm Dolores. No, it's not. Dolores. Because you didn't see her at dinner, like, burping at the dinner table and, like, <laughs> oh, hell no. Wait, a damn fool. What did no. they ask? Didn't they ask no, to no, do no, no, something no. to get Captain Lee naked or something? Oh! Uh-uh, no. Something? No, no, no. They asked something that was definitely inappropriate. But actually, that, that might be sexual. me, too. I'm I'm the person to ask the sexual thing. It's me. No, no, no not was, this no, bad. It was, this like, was, like, tasteless. Why do you want to be this so badly? <laughs> no, because no, because this because no, I'm not saying it like that. I'm just saying, y'all, if I or if we did a charter ship and I Laura. was lit majority of the time, because I know I'm gonna be lit majority of the time. We just had this. You're not great, jumping off the boat. We You're had not this jumping great, off the great, great guest dinner, Mm-mm. and Laura, and we lit, we lit, we lit, we Laura, lit. Laura, unless the captain gave the okay, I know for damn sure your no. ass would not be jumping. And the girl, you I can't do okay, that. Okay, you're right. My black ass will definitely not be jumping in nobody's ocean like that. But when I look at the camera, I see how they lit up the little water and it looked like it was cute. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a nightcap swim, you would definitely yeah, exactly. have to like get that approved. But I mean, definitely. definitely. You have to get approved. Okay, you're in the okay. middle of the ocean. My black ass would not no. be jumping in no black No, I know you wouldn't. And I would not <laughs> let you. No. So you can keep living this fantasy if you want to, girl, but okay. I'm The only reason I said that I'm kind of Dolores in that moment is because, like, what is it? Viva, what is it? Live your life. Whatever it is. <laughs> she was living her mother freaking life. And then Viva la you. diva. And pretty much, and I was cracking up because she really was just like, oh, do you see the shark over there? And did had everybody's neck break to the left and she jumped to the right. I was like, this woman is, like, hilarious. Girl, like, and let me tell hilarious. you, I, I'm Captain Lee in the moment. Okay. Right. I would you out for a lot less. Rage. He was pissed. What? He was pissed. Honestly. But these, but like, honestly, my thing is, it's so, like, not cute for a woman of Dolores' age to be, be this drunk and sloppy. Yeah, Brandon, they have not. been drinking all day. Like, they had a champagne bottle counter Listen, on this episode, they got which the I whole can relate shit. to. But mm-hmm. I know that I can drink champagne all day and not do no dumb shit. Girl, we be getting into some well, dumb shit, girl. Don't no, you watch? <laughs> so, a little bit of a background for Lara about this episode is that those those charter guests were boaties. I yes! Guess. So, they already have their own boats and all that. So, the thing is, is that so they the know the day, rules. They know the yes, rules. Yes, yes. But they then not even just that, not even just that, Francesca said on the first day, honey, okay, on the first day, they were already like blowing through all the liquor mm-hmm. <laughs> she was like what the hell like it's holiday no it's a holiday <laughs> i get but my thing is i feel like because they're bodies they knew they they knew how far they could go but she she didn't get fucked <laughs> she went clearly. way too far she should have went to bed like <laughs> hours before dinner <laughs> yeah, I'm convinced that all Dolores's are badasses because Dolores was the head honcho in Westworld too. Dolores's don't oh, play. Yeah. Dolores, Dolores don't apparently play. she asked Ashling like I saw on the after show. She asked Ashling for some bread like after she left the <laughs> she dinner table, 
And she was like, sure, like, I can, get, I can get it. Oh, no, first she asked for fish food. And she's like, can I have some fish food? And Ashley's like, we oh, don't no. keep fish food on, on the deck. And she's like, okay, well, can I get some bread to feed the fish? And oh, she's no. like, um, I don't think you should feed the fish, but I can get you. Like, they can't say no to these guests. Yeah. So. <laughs> Dolores was it's wild. It's problematic. She was, a, she, well, she was problematic, period. Aside from that, can we talk about the little fling that happened in the hookup? Yeah. Homegirl. Homegirl was acting like she was 12 years old. (laughs) This is my thing. I don't know. I don't know why I expect so much from her because I remember a couple episodes ago, she talked about how she even got into yachting and it was because she met some guy on a vacation who was a yachter. Right. um, Yeah. A yachty. And that's how she got. She was like, oh, okay," And picked it up then and there and didn't go home. Yeah. She she's a little reckless. She likes the party. She's like a little girl. She like, is. Like, if, you hook, if you hook up with somebody, why are you like the next day? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. And telling everybody. <laughs> and then him too. He was a little immature because he was like, you might hear some some news today, some rumors, <laughs> but just yes. want to let you know or they're all false. Like, Sir, they're boy. a matchmate in heaven. And in the same episode, he was crying about his ex-girlfriend from five years ago child i uh, could not who, who, who cheated on him and that's why he's but so didn't hard. Um, yes uh-uh. he was, i think I, i'm worked past it as he's as he's, as he's uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> and i'm not laughing because like, i'm not laughing at him <laughs> and no. his heart i'm not laughing at no i'm not but i was just like this is just this is just all around too much I'm for me honestly <laughs> um yeah what else is going on? I... do you think that homegirl has covid yes Yes, yes. Um, who y'all so, who homegirl? Izzy Who's the, one of the, is one of the, the deckhands. She has COVID. I think this she is does. new. This is new information, or this is no. On this the, is on, on the, the show. show. Okay. On the show. She's oh, wow. sick. I don't... Well, she's like, but she's the only one, and she's like, everything she's experiencing sounds like COVID. It's, but this is like yeah. when, when they're like when COVID is just it's starting. Just starting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think we had. I think in the U.S. Um, from the show, they had referenced, like, at that point, there had only been one death in the U.S. from it so far. So, uh, you can only imagine how, like, early that was. Right, yeah. But I'm pretty sure she had it, because I don't OMG. know. OMG. Wow. That's what I'm thinking. But uh, it, it also made me think, like, dang, a boat would have been a good place to, like, self-isolate. Like, go out to the stores, just stock the boat up. Girl. And you yes. ain't got to deal with nobody. Nobody else. Nobody. Nobody. You yes. go swimming. You can go wherever you want to go. It'll be the perfect okay. place to self-isolate. Mm-hmm. Put me on a yacht. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, so this is my last takeaway from this episode. So Elizabeth and Francesca, their relationship work-wise is just not going to work. No. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like Captain Lee needs to give it up on trying to keep homegirl. Um, and she needs to, he needs to just let Francesca get rid of her. Because... yeah. It's not she doesn't working. do her job. She talks about her. You don't respect your boss. Like, I feel like this, it's just too problematic, honestly. And I feel like their department's going to continue to fail For because sure. they can't work together. And you saw yep. how when she was trying to instruct her on certain things, Elizabeth was like purposefully ignoring her. Right. Where, like, so, so the thing is, Francesca, the boss, was like trailing behind her trying to point out like things that she needs to improve on. And Elizabeth was just like, 
Okay, so what were you saying <laughs> to somebody else? Yeah. She reminds me of Sammy from season one who didn't like Adrian, who was the chief stew, and how she would just, mm-hmm. like, blow off what she had to say in the instructions. I think, mm-hmm. like, with those types of personalities, like, um, what's her name, Francesca being very type A, and Elizabeth being, like, I don't, I don't give a damn. Like, I'm just here to party. And then also, I think a little bit of Elizabeth is very childish and that she's going to, like, go out of her way to not do what Francesca does. That's not going to work. It's absolutely not going to work. I also just think that just being disrespectful, like, you have a job that you're there for. Yeah, and and they're paying you. So so I watched the episode a second time to see, well, is Francesca, like, really hard to work with? And I was, like, I mean, obviously, you know, I don't know if the producers are doing some editing or whatever. But from what I see, I don't think that what she's asking is too much outside their job description. Like, I feel like, I don't think she's even asking to go above and beyond. She says that she does that for herself when it, because that's what she's known for in the industry as, like, she executes themes. She does this. She does that. So that's her expertise. Mm -hmm. I feel like what she asked for them to do is... What your job is, to, your job <laughs> is to make sure the captain has a, a pressed uniform. He's right. the boat. That's yeah. your job. Yeah. Your job is to make sure that the charter guests have unlimited amounts of whatever kind of alcohol that they like. That's your job. Right. Um, no matter if they are on the on the boat, if they go to the beach, you need to have all all that stuff with you. That's your job. I don't know doing the dishes, whatever. Like I don't. It's just little things. I don't. I just. I don't think that she's too particular. Um. Because then again, these people are paying twenty grand, thirty grand, forty right. grand. Just um, for they the need service, to have... they're paying yeah. way more yeah, for the they... actual boat. Yeah, so it's like I don't know. I just feel like at this point, she's just making too many excuses. And if and if you don't like what the boss wants you to do, then you can quit. Yeah, <laughs> it's just if you're that so, easy. If you're so unhappy, if you don't but like she wants the job, that money, you don't have to work the job. Yeah, well, twenty five hundred twenty five hundred dollars <clears throat> for three days of service. I mean. You can't beat it, but you need to also understand the type of service that you're expected to provide. And work for it. Yeah, work for right. it. And suck it up. Because it's not going to be about you. It's not going to be about Everyone else is pulling their weight. Yeah. Everyone else is pulling their weight. And, and that's that's the only thing I don't like about their tipping, which I guess it's like, you know, you want to be fair, fair across the board. But uh-uh. Because ain't no way <laughs> I'd be over there with that 2,000 pound um, slide or whatever, however many pounds that slide is. Right. They have to construct and put down and mm. little Miss Elizabeth can't fold a napkin. Tipping is always hard. I've worked I'd be pissed, where we I'd be pissed off before. if she wasn't putting her weight. There's always, yeah, there's always one person. Like when I worked no. at let me not say the established name, but for, <laughs> um, for our brunch we used to pull tips and um there would always uh-uh. be one or two people that just were not bringing their weight because they knew if I showed up on a Sunday, I'm going to get a good amount of money because it doesn't matter. Like, and they would be let go mm-hmm. quick. Oh, lazy. Nope, you're not working on this shift again. Like, yeah, lazy. Yeah. That's bull. It is bullshit. But, but it also like, it works out in situations where they don't get a good tip or, um, it's a slow night in a restaurant or whatever, mm-hmm. but I agree with you, Des. If I'm pulling out that damn two thousand pound <laughs> ass slide, slide <laughs> for a few hours, I understand. But also, then you then you really judge whatever his name's character who messes with her. 
Because it's like, you see that she is a lazy mm-hmm. person. He don't care. Mm-hmm. He's trying to get the draws. He does not care. <laughs> I know. He saw her, he her job like, or not. He saw her and he was like, she's fit. Whatever oh, that means. Yeah. You don't care. She's fit. All right. Temperature check on Real Housewives of Atlanta. Bored. What did we see last night? Bored. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just going to put it out here right now. I feel like they rushed this season. There is nothing of this season so far that I'm even slightly interested in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's hope it's, it's dragging. It's pretty dry, yes. It's dragging. Um I don't know where to start. Do we start off with the the, the party was weird. It was just weird yes. like how everything was set up. It was just the party was hard to watch. It didn't make any sense. It no. seemed forced. It seemed just I didn't understand it. Like I didn't understand. For the listeners that don't know, we're on a video call right now. And if y'all could see Lara's face, <laughs> you would understand her tagline from our bios last week. Because <laughs> this face is saying, child, what? <laughs> I don't know. Because they were talking about Kenya's news. Then Kenny tried to get spicy with Portia, talking about what her sister should have done. Yeah. First of all, Portia didn't know anything about the party. Girl. Right. So what do you want her to do? And girl, what do you want like, her to girl, do? Girl, stop this. Why are you so pressed for the invitation? Why? Why is she, right. she in her face a couple seasons ago or three, four, five seasons ago and the like, fan happened and all that? Like, y'all are not friends. Like our best, exact, exactly. Y'all are not right. friends. Why are you so pressed for this invitation? And her sister organized the event. Her sister does not need to invite you. Kenya Facts. doesn't even believe that 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 Portia, Portia was really getting arrested or whatever. Here. Exactly. So I don't even understand. None of it makes sense. Kenya, because Kenya always has to make something about nothing. Or nothing out of something. She needs attention. She needs attention. Yes. She, needs she was to be over the here center sent- of attention. Because That's the all nudes, that it is. The nudes. Girl. Um old nudes. But I can't lie, the body was banging. Boop. The body looked good from the side, it, it, but have mm. you seen her butt from the back? <laughs> <laughs> what? what? No, you <laughs> that out. Cut that out. No, no, Exactly. Exactly. Guys, her butt, like, that's why Marlo called her out. Like, she, she was like, are you going to go get your butt done too? Yo, Marlo, love her. I was just very interested to understand, like, this relationship with Kenya and this new girl. Girl, you already know. No, they, I'm sorry. I feel like there there is something going on. No, there is something going on. (laughs) It's weird. I don't know. I feel like the relationship between Latoya and Kenya is very interesting. Um, I do they hook up? I don't know. I feel like she's just very comfortable with her. I mean, there's no nothing bad if she does, but I mean, I but mean, why is this the theme all of a sudden? I feel like it's it's becoming a trend now. I'm not every... trying to watch the Latoya and Kenya show every Sunday. Hell, mother freaking no! Y'all can and then take for that Latoya to YouTube to bring this up at the dinner table at the very awkward dinner table. 
Because that's the I only add? thing that she can say. Which is, yes, that's so annoying. Oh, desperate. You, you know, desperate, girl. I like that they did a montage of everyone's reactions to this woman <laughs> bringing out Kenya's nude at the dinner table. Like, that was weird. So Thirsty. weird. Let's say you do send a nude to a friend in confidence saying, mm-hmm. hey, girl, you approve this. Hey, what's it looking like? <laughs> Let my friend then get in multiple settings and mm-hmm. offer my nudes that I sent to her in confidence out to other people. Right. That that's makes disgusting. me cringe. That's, yeah. 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 That's disgusting, sis. That is disgusting. Yeah. It's no. weird. Super oh, weird. Oh, my goodness. I already cringe at the fact that whoever I would possibly send any of those photos, because I don't send those photos. I don't know what you're talking about. But I already <laughs> cringe at the thought of the person on the receiving end possibly like yeah. sharing them with other folk, let alone my quote-unquote friend right. being the one to be sharing my personal photo with the world. I would just cringe. I'm cringing at the thought of that. That's actually... yeah. Latoya, mm. that was not cute. That was not a good move. Kenya, I mean, but Kenya, be careful with your company. Like, is that your friend friend? Why are you sending photos to her? Don't you know Cynthia longer than her? I don't think Kenya is capable of having genuine connections with people because I don't think Kenya is a genuine She's person. She's not a genuine person, period. That is exactly what it is. Right. Even because her, she like, is not reaction. genuine, she can't foster she can't foster those relationships with people. Right. At all. Even her reaction to Cynthia asking her to like be in her wedding was number one, shocked <laughs> because she's probably never been asked that before. No girl, I was cracking up because why are you crying? Like because Kenya has no friends. She has no yeah, real she don't friends. Have no friends, girl. Mm. Except for that light skin man. Oh, and her cousin. That was my cool. And her auntie. And her auntie. Um. <laughs> exactly. She has no friends, so she was probably shook. Like, <laughs> oh my god. She was. Sh- <laughs> and she kept saying, "I'm, I'm being a bridesmaid. I'm not being a bridesmaid." Right. She was I'm hyped. In the wedding. She was real hyped that she was going to be in this wedding. Um, That's yeah. awkward. I'm not going to sit All up here and house. bash her, but she needs a lot of psychological. <laughs> Um, I'm not going to get up here and bash her like everybody else, but she need a lot of psychological evaluations, man. <laughs> I will have to agree. I think that Real Housewives of Atlanta is definitely getting dry. dry. Um, the only conversation, or I guess the only segment of the show that I found to be interesting was um, Portia again. I mean, she's just carrying this season. <laughs> Honestly. Okay? Truly. Um, the only... The only... Oh... First off, where was Drew? Don't ask. We don't care. Minding her marriage. Girl, go. (laughs) Girl. Girl, bye. Let her go. We needed a break. We needed a break this week. I'm tired. I didn't even question it. Wow. I'm tired of that damn narcissist. I I saw the last episode again. It re-ran right before this one. And I just... Oh, this is about. Oh my God! Yeah, it's yeah about that him. feeling. Yeah, that feel. Girl, I say the same thing when I'm watching it. I'm just like, mm-hmm. he is just like <laughs> everything about him. Like when he really, when he seriously sat up there and and ended the conversation between them. So they, I mean, between 
um, drew her mom and him so, so they could go to the session in the backyard. Oh, yeah. Even, like that. That. even that. Like, yeah, no, even that. Like, who are you talking to? Like, you know what? You know what? We're going to give him the benefit of the doubt. The thing is, at least we see that they are speaking to someone right now. And that he also is dealing with some life events. We which can wait until next week, I guess. We'll wait until we'll wait and yes, see. We're gonna give him but, a break. Because why what? are you making it seem like listen, he wasn't like this it. before listen, the dad listen, passed listen, away? Listen, 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 listen. <laughs> we gonna wait and see how this plays out. Here we I go. really I I like Drew. And I and I just want her to be shown in a different light on the show, and she Same. was not in this episode. So that's all I'm calling out. I'm just calling out because she was just not in this episode. But back to what I was saying, the only highlight of last night's episode for me was learning Portia is going to be writing a book, mm-hmm. and she spoke to how her relationship with her father is different from the relationship with her sister. And I was like, hmm, now that's a deep dive subject that mm-hmm. we could definitely talk about. Because for me personally, my parents, they just actually celebrated their 30th wedding anniversary. Ooh, yeah. Congrats um, to the blueprint. Come right. on. Mm-hmm. Come on. They are the blueprint. Um, so, yes, congratulations to them. So being brought up in a family dynamic where my parents are together and hearing Portia speak to how, I mean, her mother said the way that she, she described it, she said you had two separate parents. And I just, I was just like, "Mm." Mm -hmm. something about that was just like, wow, I couldn't imagine. And then hearing and seeing how even at this age, it still has impacted Portia in Mm -hmm. a sense where now as she has brought life into this world and she thinks about the her her motherhood with Pilar mm-hmm. like she she now is revisiting these conversations and people y'all really just have to understand that what like the traumas that you experience as a child mm-hmm. you need to, to work always through work through mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. you have to and I think that as we mature and we grow older as young women we are learning that too and we're mm-hmm. learning that for ourselves and even with my friends like I'm I'm able to call out certain things just by learning really their upbringing and understanding like oh well this is how they were raised and brought up and it's not their fault sometimes that they don't understand certain topics but more again using that time to just understand a person and your upbringing shapes you Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. the things that you don't you, the things that basically you try and just push in the background, they're going to come back into the light. Yeah. And I feel like it was really powerful seeing, you know, Portia be very transparent in that moment with her sister and with her mother, even in the room mm-hmm. to be very vocal and saying like, mom, like my relationship with dad is different than my sister. I mm-hmm. never knew that they were related through their dad. I thought that Portia's mom was Lauren's mom. Mm-mm. I didn't know that Lauren was younger. Like mm-hmm. I, yeah. I didn't know that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was we're learning about from... Portia this season. Right, I love it. I love seeing her in that new light. I think um, opposite of you, Laura. Like I was raised with my parents in separate households, and my dad is remarried, twenty one years, um, to my beautiful bonus mom, and so hey, my mom. two younger sisters were always in the house with my dad, and I was there every weekend every other weekend whatever 
Um, and I have had those feelings that Portia was talking about last night. Like it resonated mm-hmm. a lot with mm-hmm. me, just like not saying like my dad is a great dad, was a great dad. And, you know, I cherish all the time that we had together. He was very active in my life um, and still mm-hmm. is. However, it's still different. Um, yeah. Like simple things like having breakfast with my dad before school, I never mm-hmm. got to do because right. I was, I was right. back at my mom's Sunday night. So like, right. it was always like, if my dad did pick me up from school or get to drop me off at school, like that was like a highlight of my childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah. like those things I, I didn't get to do. Um, yeah. So those are the memories that you have yeah. with him. I don't know what it's so like it was, on it was... a like Wednesday night after school to like sit down and have dinner yeah. with my family because I just never got to experience that. And weekend life, you know, is very different than weekday life weekday so Mm -hmm. I definitely felt like I teared up watching it last night because I felt that on a personal level um what Portia was discussing but I also think it's great that they are having those conversations yes and exploring that Mm -hmm. and also just seeing like our siblings have and and Desiree, you're gonna have crazy conversations in the future Uh, like oh my gosh I can't wait different lives than us like for they sure do. Mm-hmm. my do. completely different lives my first sibling is literally 25 years younger than me <laughs> <laughs> hey Bryce. Yes. Um, we have the same mom and different dads and it's just gonna be very interesting watching i always mm-hmm. joke with my mom and i'm like mom you're gonna be a totally different mom with him than you are with me you know mm-hmm. yeah. and i can already see it and she's like no i'm not and i'm like you're definitely <laughs> okay but i feel like it's gonna be like I'm glad though, like with certain things that I missed out on, he's gonna get, and that just makes me happy. Mm. So I feel like mm. um, I don't know because it's a little different for me because like I had my mom and it was just us two. So I'm like excited mm-hmm. for him to get to like have my mom because she was a cool mom. So love that, yeah. But I feel you like... still have Leslie. You still have Mama. Oh, for sure, but... for sure, yeah. <laughs> but I just, but we're just gonna have two different Leslies experiences. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. true. You know? Yeah, you'll have two different Leslies. But I know it's sometimes. True. Also, I, sometimes I'm gonna be looking at him like. Oh, so they're not gonna put they're not gonna punish you. Oh, I will. Okay, because no. Okay. <laughs> I'm just playing, I'm just playing. You won't no, it, it will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, see, I feel like at this point I'm just gonna be his second mom. Yeah, but that's a good that's Maybe. a good position. Like Candy last night was saying that Riley is like a second mom to Ace and their relationship yeah. is so cute. So I'm here for it. That love yeah. their relationship. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Honestly, I I don't know. I viewed a little differently. He actually added time to my um, my clock because now nobody, since he's here, nobody's asking me. Oh, Desiree, when are you having a baby? Everyone's eyes are bright. Thank you. Right. That's probably one of the huge takeaways. Like after we got married, I wasn't pressured to have no kids. But it wanted me because Bryce was right there. I was like perfect timing. So honestly, and honestly, I'm learning a lot about that chapter through him. Mm-hmm. So he's, yeah, he's not just like my little brother. Like, I'm learning a lot from him, like, about caring for babies and, like, mm-hmm. watching his personality. So I don't know. It's like, my, my little story is different. Yeah. yeah. But also, like, you'll remember so much more and, like, 
from a, as a sibling yeah right. yes because mm-hmm. yeah you're of age to yeah really like, all, like he has like a whole folder in my phone like honestly he's like my kid yeah oh, except yeah i don't gotta pay for shit <laughs> <laughs> i just get cute pictures and i can love talk you to him. Mama. and i get to send him back <laughs> okay here you go mm-hmm. love you okay so <laughs> how ironic crazy because she doesn't like us She's made it very clear she doesn't like us. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I'm going to start this Real Housewives of Salt Lake City off by saying Lisa Barlow, it was really good to see this side of you this week. It was really good to see this side of you. Being a parent, mm-hmm. being just like attentive, spending time with her family. Like, mm-hmm. I, I wanted that from her, and we weren't getting it these past few episodes. I mean, we were not getting it this, at all. At all, period, actually. Um, so it was really good. Um, <laughs> Devin's face is giving no, <laughs> it's, it's, it's giving, anyways. I'm next mean... castmate. I think that this ba- this little banter that we have with Lisa Barlow is hilarious. Lisa, for real, for real, like, we just want to try the tequila. Just letting you know, like, it's all love over here, over here on the podcast. We just really want to understand where the money reside. Where the money reside? Where the money reside? <laughs> <laughs> I but mean... Anyway, but anyway, Lisa, it was nice seeing... Um, a different side of you this this episode and I think that we did also get to see a side of her being very open about her parenting which is something that you know we ain't judging or nothing but we saw you openly say that you're giving your children trash to eat and that they cannot contact you when mommy is working and we're mm-hmm. like no baby girl that's not it that's <laughs> weird that, that wasn't it that was weird so mm-hmm. it was nice seeing her in a light um, this past episode where she was just very open about things that she does want to work on and how she does want her children to see her as a mother. So that was that was nice. That was refreshing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Devin um, still don't have anything to say. <laughs> she doesn't. I mean... I mean... Next, Guys, next, next person. <laughs> so let's get into Mary Cosby. I, I just, I have to. I really want to. I really want to get into Mary Cosby. Okay, because the people felt bad for her. What do we feel bad for? What? I don't. What? <laughs> Why would you want to go to a party for someone who called you a grandpa effer? Yeah. Right. Think- As you're on the phone with your grandpa crying about somebody <laughs> calling you a grandpa effer. Listen. Listen. Nothing was wrong with what Kevin just said. <laughs> All I, I mean, it's say. all facts. Is that not all her I... pop-up? Is that Listen. not her pop-up? I can't. All I have to say <laughs> is I feel like the people definitely probably felt hold bad. On, hold on, y'all. Hold on, hold on. Because I need y'all. I am really. I know we've talked about it before, but I am really envisioning the transition between Robert <laughs> becoming, going from her grandpa to her. I'm sorry. Because yeah, no. <laughs> that transition is one hell of a transition, man. One hell of a transition, child. Okay, yeah. sorry. Because she was really, she was, she was really crying on the phone. 
it's really, it's really settling into me that this is really her grandpa. Because wow. this is the reality. Like, <sighs> I just, my thing again is like, if this is your reality, just just stand confident in that. And I feel like as we watch her the show, though, she is, right? Right? <laughs> she ain't never flinched once. No, I hold on. That's like, one thing about Mary. She, she ain't never flinched once. Yeah, she accepted the whole right. narrative about she, it. Because now, now it was in the will. It was in the will. Now it's it. She's even laughing about it, y'all. Like, she was like, I have so many properties that I got from my grandmother and her man. Ooh, right. Girl. That was that, weird. She was accepting like, it now. Cringe. It was kind of cringy also kind because, of? like, Ooh, for the listeners that may not know, we did an episode on Mary Cosby and how Please she go listen got to her. it. Episode three. Yes. Episode three, um, who is Mary M. Cosby? And we talked about how she allegedly got all these funds and inherited her husband and (laughs) churches and restaurants and mortgage companies and what else? Everything that her grandmother owned, period. (laughs) Period. Which is is random. And um, she, but like, they're not doing it the right way is the speculation like they're basically stealing money from their church um from their congregation so for her to be like i don't know how many houses we have so that was the first thing like okay rich people say rich stuff all the time but secondly for her to say um we don't let anybody stay in those houses because i don't like sharing Mm. okay when we just heard her yelling at her congregation Mm. So and who's then, setting up that? I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> and then for her to say, like, she doesn't know her maid who works in her house. Like, Mary, you're not making yourself look like a very personable person. At all. It's just really weird, honestly. Um, I, I try to give Mary a pass. But even in the conversation when she's crying, it's like, but girl, what are you really crying about? Because y'all aren't friends. We see who you are. We see how you talk to your congregation. We've heard the footage of you yelling at them about birthday cards. Mm. It's like, (laughs) and then now we're seeing her also stir up some mess because where's the conversation with Lisa and Meredith that they had with um, her? With Mary. Right. Like Jen. Yeah. Like like now she's stirring the pot. Because where is that? I just, I think what Mary. Like, if, in fact, she invited Whitney over to her home to basically share with her, my feelings are hurt, wah, wah, I wasn't invited to the party, wah, wah, that's not fair because I invited Jen to my little soiree, wah, wah, I think (laughs) Mary... That's then be open and be transparent and what exactly you want. Did you want Whitney to then call and ask and ask our girlfriend Jen like, "What's up? Why why are you not inviting Miss Mary Cosby to your engagement when she invited you to hers?" Mm-hmm. Like, even if you you know, because then we saw the other clip where Jen was like, "I don't have a problem with Mary. We just cool." Yeah, but why would Mary want to go? It's a high and by exactly. Why would Mary want to go? That's Mary's business. I can't think for Mary. Mary is her own. We all. Did you guys see her on Watch What Happens Live? Oh, I did. That she hadn't even watched the season. 
that was very awkward. That was very awkward. And Andy what do you really mean had never... to be like, you need to watch before the reunion, sweetheart. <laughs> like, <laughs> he was like, we send it to your inbox, sweetheart. Like, you need to watch it. I don't right. You get all That's episodes. weird. That's really weird. Of, like, yeah, that was super weird. And guys, they were filming the reunion like the that next same week. Day. Yeah, that same week. So what? that was very strange. In that moment, um, I was like, Mary, okay, so wh- wh- weird, why did you yo? want to come on to the show? Like, tell us exactly what the Real Housewives franchise was supposed to do for you because you could have gone ahead minding your own business. I don't business. even know if I believe her because <laughs> I don't know. She was on something recently, too, where she was playing a game and she knew all the other housewives' names and stuff like that. So you mean to tell me that you know other housewives' names and who they are or whatnot, but you're going to sit here and not watch your season? Yeah, that that's weird. That's like, weird. Come on. It's weird. That's it's phony. It is whack. weird. That's phony whack, whack and whack. Everything whack. about that. Whack. Yeah, Mary Cosby is interesting. Something still about me is like infatuated with finding out like who she is. Like, is this a character? Is she really just genuinely this like daft? Or like I don't know <laughs> I don't know what it is. Um she but has I'm, multiple I'm personalities, still... that's for sure. Right. Exactly. She definitely has multiple um, personalities. I, I don't know. I'm not, saying, open. I'm not saying it's a disorder or anything. I'm not saying it's like, specifically that. I'm saying just I feel like from when we've heard her yelling at the congregation to how she talks to her grandpa husband to then how she right. talks to Jen and then how she talks to Whitney. It's just like there's so many different Marys that we Yeah, are there are a lot of Marys. <laughs> yeah. We are seeing a lot. We are. That's very true. We are seeing a lot of Marys. Like, which one is it? And which one are we supposed which to take seriously? I just know that the stir in the pot, Mary, was the one who was having the conversation with Whitney. Mm, and then Whitney facts. took that information. The newest bone collector. The newest bone messy. collector of the, the franchise. Bone carrier, whoever and but does messy. she deserve that title yet? Because I think it was Liquid Courage. Like, let's see if Whitney mm-hmm. can do that without it the ma- drinks. Okay, I don't she think it matters. It. I don't think it matters. <laughs> I think that, honestly, I the the liquor just makes it better I don't know (laughs) because I'm telling you what she did okay okay because we're going to get into two two topics around the same person obviously a lot of people are saying that this episode really showed them that they don't like Jen I don't agree with that I feel like it more so made me like her even more but okay Mm -hmm. but then also people thought that Whitney wasn't wrong where where was Whitney right in that I will be damned right if I have a party any party Mm. that I'm throwing I don't care if it's my husband my mama my future kids I don't (laughs) care I don't care who it is I'm throwing a party how dare you come and think that is a time for you to be talking about what I said and what someone said about me and this that and the third (laughs) like you couldn't say that for the for another luncheon we couldn't have, okay. could have a backyard a backyard pool party or something for that. Okay. Right. An actual event. Save that, an actual event. Let out. Could have yeah. saved that right. with a let out after my function, after the engagement. You could have then exactly. walked up to folks and then started asking your questions. But girl, I know that like the housewives thrives on having other housewives confront each other at these events. But let me talk something real life. If you ever think it's an appropriate <laughs> time at any event that I'm at. Kicking back. Mm. 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 Being mm. boo. Mm. Okay? 
minding my business, do, hmm. that's not the time. You can call not me, the time. you can email me, set up a lunch or whatever, and we could talk about whatever it is you want to talk about. But please do not ever come and mess up my vibe. Exactly. I'm throwing for my husband. Okay. How can how can no. anybody say that Whitney was not wrong in that situation? Whitney got an invitation by Jen to enjoy a celebration for her and her husband. She did not get invited to come to Wendy's, I mean, to Jen's event to come and expose secrets. But it was what, like, what was the your same reason for coming? The same I don't care reason if the liquor was involved, inappropriate and not the time. The same reason as to why Jen didn't invite Mary. Why would Whitney think that Jen would want Mary's name even discussed, brought up? Right, right. Like, exactly. Like right. it's it's just so crazy to me. Like I obviously did not invite this person for a reason because I didn't want their energy. But here, here. you go, friend, bringing their friend. energy, right? <laughs> energy I didn't want. Like, Period. what the fuck? Whitney should have waited until after the party, not the same night. Mm-hmm. She should have contacted Jen maybe the next day, the day after that. Honestly, let her chill from throwing this fun party for her husband and said, if Whitney needed to say something at all, if, if, because I don't think that that information needed to be shared with Jen. Honestly, Jen knows she didn't invite Mary. Okay. Exactly. Um, but if Whitney felt the need to tell Jen, what Mary said regarding Meredith and Lisa, whatever, Whitney could have called Jen at a later time and said this. So whatever Whitney's reasoning for telling Jen, I don't think that it was that genuine, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Um, Because if you cared, if that was your friend, you would know, well, let me not ruin her night and come out of a genuine place of concern that these people are being fake, whatever. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, I'm just being messy. But I feel like, honestly, Whitney's trying to pull Jen's card. And she has been a lot in this episode. Because even when she talked, when she was talking to her little um, Trump supporter bestie. Oh, Because oh, that, that also did come out. Okay, that this come out. Let's actually, sorry. Let's, yep. let's pause real quick. We could pause, pause. the conversation. Yeah, let's highlight it. Because <clears throat> if you did not know... The riots at the Capitol. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whitney's little bestie was at them. Her there name is Sarah. A picture. Her name Sarah. is Sarah. There is a picture. Hold on. But I got I got before to you about her. So, you guys, I, I wanted to save this. I was, this actually should have been in the news segment. My bad. She was actually supposed to be a housewife, actually. Mm-hmm. She was in the cast. She was in the running for the casting. But what happened is Bravo, I guess, did their digging. She's a member of QAnon. Um... Uh, you have all types of problematic tweets and, and social media posts that have come from her. So basically, Bravo was like, uh, you can maybe have some time, but, but see, that's another problem. So like, here we go. Here we mm. go. Because Bravo was right. already made aware of this. Yeah. And they're still showing right. her. Pick and so choose. We have a problem. Pick and choose. Why mm-hmm. give her like, any airtime? Exactly. Period. Because now, because now we're seeing that she was at. Now we're seeing that she was at the the riot. At the One of the most monumental there. moments of history that will be in our textbooks for the years to come. Yes. It's like you guys right. see it, but instead you guys just like choose to do Picking it anyway. So I, don't, I don't understand. It's very triggering. Right. But anyways, past that, um, when Whitney and a little Trump supporter are in the Trump supporter's kitchen and they're talking, <laughs> she keeps saying 
Do you ever notice that when Jen's around her husband, she's like, like why do you keep trying to pull her Talking car? about Jen. Right. You know? And so now we're getting, so then we see the preview for next episode, and I understand why Jen goes off, because it's like, you keep, you keep doing, poking. Keep poking. Yeah. Right, poking. why are you coming and at then, me? Yeah, and then, what do you expect? For, well, I, don't, I don't understand what the, she expected to have happened when you double whammied Jan, Jen. Sorry. Jen. You, you told her that these two girls talking about her and then you mind, you, the two girl, about... mind you, the two girls are there at the party and they're like, yes. where you hear that from? Where did you hear that? <laughs> I didn't <Right>. say that. <laughs> and Whitney then, is picking on Jen. Yes, basically, basically. It's like when I put it out like that, you can basically see that, right? I sure do. So then when I hear, so we have, Laura, we have a mutual friend, mm-hmm. Vinny. Mm-hmm. Actually, two mutual friends, Vinny and Christian. Yes. Um, I actually had a whole Twitter exchange with them because they kept saying that um, Jen's a little too much. And especially after watching these last um, past episodes, that she is the drama, but I feel like it's opposite. I feel like in this situation, Whitney is the drama. <laughs> and this, yeah. what we saw last week, Whitney was definitely the drama. Like, trying to put Jen in the middle to make it seem like Jen has all this drama. Mm-hmm. But you're right. Like, Whitney brought the drama to Jen. Like, Jen because was she, trying to mind her business. She yeah. didn't invite Mary for a reason. Exactly. And it was like, is that also the time where you should be telling Meredith about anything, like any kind of, any kind of tea that Jen told you? Like, well, why no. did you think that? Yeah, that like, time why did you need to bring that, that up too? Yeah, like the first thing that she brought up, okay, but then you now was like, well, I got so much liquor in my system, let me just continue like spilling out my guts. Like, yeah, girl, no, that's the person that doesn't get invited to the next party of mine because clearly you don't know how to conduct yourself, and there's again a time and, pl- and a place for certain things. Those conversations, first off, were not going to be beautiful and bring any type of shine in the room so why bring that energy why you knew that those were going to be conversations that were going to get people aroused and upset like you were about to talk about Meredith's marriage in front of Meredith and then try and basically like throw Jen underneath the bus in the same sentence like girl what what were your what was your intentions here like right do you think that she was like trying because she maybe she knows or was trying to prove something do you think that she was trying to like purposely get that type of like that extent of a reaction from Jen I don't understand what other kind of reaction you thought you were gonna get because right. one, you know, like number one, you know, we can all see, and we're we're an audience. They actually know Jen. She mm-hmm. is a high head. She goes mm-hmm. from zero to a hundred real quick. It's that simple. So if you know that about your friend, okay, and because this is your friend, right? If you know that about your friend, why put them in a compromising position to to because because like what what do you what else are you what else are you expecting? You know right. what that person's gonna do exactly. That's and not so a friend. I, that's, that's, that's why I said quote unquote friend earlier, you know? And that's why I feel like I don't understand why people don't like Jen because I feel like if you come with, I'm the kind of person, you come with me with mess, mm-hmm. I'm bring you mess. You mm-hmm. come with me good, I'm gonna treat you good. Like it's, I, I give what I receive. Yes. That's just that, period. Yes. I don't, I don't do above or below. That's just it. <laughs> I give what I receive. So mm-hmm. if you wanna come with me crazy, I'm going to come to you crazy. I actually <laughs> might be nice a couple times. You have a couple times where I'll probably have a fake voice and be nice. But then after, after that second time, it's a wrap. All right. You get me so good right now. That's, what, that's what's Facts. up. 
<laughs> What's up? Yeah. I did. I had liked Whitney, but mm-hmm. that was like, that was not cute. Like, y'all are grown women. Yeah. yeah. This is a, and this is a birthday party for her husband. Yeah. It's not, it's not having anything to do with Jen or the other women or anybody else except for Coach Shop. Which I think also, like, Whitney, you were just with them talking about. They don't get to spend that much time together. Yes. Like, this is special. Right. Mm-hmm. You understood how special That's not was. her friend. Girl, That's you were just busting up on the dance floor having a good time. And then literally you thought, now this is the Ooh. appropriate time to, to sabotage Dissect this. that. Dissect that. Dissect that. <laughs> because cause all of, okay, I'm tired of her popping. Mm-hmm. Mm. Popping cat <laughs> every chance to get okay and a handstand a handstand yeah she keeps on doing okay we get it girl. <laughs> but you know who was Whitney that? was trying to be the star of that the episode. star the yes. star she wanted all the attention girl if you were looking to renew your contract take that up with Andy and tell Consider him it done. watch watch this episode because girl you went after everyone <laughs> <laughs> like. Tell Andy to rewatch <laughs> everything in this episode. But I feel like everything. I feel like with what um, people perceive Jen to be is what, in reality, Whitney, Whitney is. is. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like right. I don't. I I feel like there was no. I know. I know. Like I said, I know for damn sure. We've already experienced events where tragic stuff has happened, mm-hmm. and we know the outcome. <laughs> do you guys think a part of me i don't want to think this way but my gut keeps pulling me back that way that whitney is kind of using the woman of color as a scapegoat to like project all of the stereotypes that they usually do on us like whitney is trying to make jen seem like she is like the worst person so I'm gonna say off this, okay? Because we already what we, we all collectively us three um watched the hot tub scene, our little exclusive. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna tell you one thing I hate. Mm. I hate like I don't even like the word hate. I strongly dislike, but today I'm gonna say hate. <laughs> I hate when beige women do something wrong, and then my res- whatever my response is they are all of a sudden damsel in distress. Yep. It's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. oh my yep. gosh. Yep. Don't, mm-hmm. do don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Because you sent and, for me. And, and yes. now that I've arrived, now you can't keep now, up. Now it's, oh my gosh, don't be aggressive. Girl. No. You, don't use that right, word. No, exactly. <laughs> don't use aggressive. Right. Don't start Because I can show you what aggressive is. Why are you so <laughs> angry right now? Right. Why are you so angry? What do you mean? Just because so... I project my voice and I speak like this, sweetheart, <laughs> does not mean... <laughs> That's but it. It's, it's, it's literally that. And so, so, so to answer your question... It, it is going to be, I I hate that. I hate the fact mm-hmm. that, um, and I wouldn't say that maybe Whitney's doing it purposefully. I won't, right, I won't right. give her that. I won't give her that. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, Agreed. this is subconsciously mm-hmm. how, this is a perfect example of what it's like as a person of color 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to use that because, you know, Jen, person of color, mm-hmm. gets into it with a non-person of color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is normally how it goes. And it is so tiring. And I'm going to tell you the people who get it the worst are who? Black, Black women. women. Okay? So when we have to deal with this, it's just like, when I see it on screen, it is, it's just, it's, tri- it's, tri- it's triggering. It's traumatic. It is. It it's is. just like, oh my God, I... Because I, I, I see it all the time. And I go, we, we go yeah, through it all the time. Because automatically, I'm just like, what are you trying to get out of this with me? Because that, right. that is what, that's what's triggering. Like, what are you trying to get out of this? Are you trying to bring Mary back into the group? Because she clearly has now expressed to you that she feels like an outsider and that she has no friends. Are you now going to make the group aware, like, Mary is my friend and I'm bringing her around? Or, like, mm-hmm. are you going to bring the group together so that they can talk amongst each other instead of you now being this friend that's just sitting on the fence on everybody's conversation and then being mm-hmm. that person that's just like, well, so-and-so said this about you and so-and-so said this about you. Right. Like, girl, nobody... Whitney has no solution. Nobody she's likes just that trying person. to stir the pot. Yeah, so we want to know what and the she's picking on. Like, when I tell you, like, it... It actually like makes my heart hurt because I've been in that situation, especially like in the workplace, which is like, you know, in the past have been majority white women. That feeling of why do you keep picking on me? Mm. Like, what are you? You're not even like you said, Desiree, it's subconscious. Like, I'm not even going to, th- you know, put it on her that she knows what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Like that. It's but just... it is subconscious. Like, yes. why are you picking on yeah. me? It's okay that and we're it's different. Like, you obviously have yes. noticed my differences and just accept me mm-hmm. for who I am. Like that is, mm-hmm. and that is a huge problem, a huge problem that a lot of people, like they haven't yet faced. Like it's okay to accept people's differences, y'all. Like it's okay to, to we can agree to disagree. and But also we can approach situations in different manners and it right. not be viewed negatively yeah. or positive. Like everything can just be copacetic. And, yeah, okay? and, right. But the thing is, but the thing is what I don't like though is I'm going to stress it again. Okay. Because if we can see it from a couple of episodes, I know for damn sure that's your friend. You know how she gets down. You know her temper. Mm-hmm. Heather has even made clear that they know how her yep, temper is. You saw Heather. So she went to the why you chose party <laughs> yes so why you chose that moment yeah to do that knowing to that trigger your friend, you, you knew you knew how your friend was gonna react to that that's why i say that's not her friend and that's why no she wanted to make her I, look I bad know. she wanted to it's, make her look it, poorly and i don't even know if it's making her it's just like you knew the kind of reaction she was going to get. get. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I don't even know. It's like, it's like, you just knew that. Yeah. So, so what are so your what intentions was the point? here? Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Right back to what were your intentions? Whitney? Yeah. Even honestly, I liked Whitney be- beforehand, but after last week's episode, like, yeah. because I love Jen, keep her at arm's length. Mm-hmm. That was too messy. Mm-hmm. And I don't trust mm-hmm. her right now. And also birds of a feather. Flock together. Flock together. Mm. Okay. We are, you know what I'm about to say? Lil Bestie. Mm. Lil Bestie. Mm-hmm. Lil Bestie with the mullet. Go best Lil Bestie with the two mm-hmm. mullet. My best friend. Mm-hmm. She looked like one of those, um, you remember those <laughs> avatars that used to be like, oh my God, you remember when we were younger and you would go on like on the internet and you could make your little avatar and you could have like two toned hair. <laughs> it was like back in like yes. the Jassy days. <laughs> That's what that's what mm-hmm. her little bestie looked like. <laughs> Girl. It's the hair yeah. for me. It's the hair. The hair was bad. That's the, the fourth wedding it's like for a, me. Like a, it's the like fourth a... wedding for me. <laughs> it's the fourth wedding for me. 
It's the Trump rally. Yes. It's all Hello. of that. Stiff hair. Stiff hair. Right there. <laughs> right there. <laughs> All right, y'all. I'm gonna stop crying, this girl. <laughs> and let's just jump into the deep dive because this week's topic, um, Devin actually was the one that brought this topic up, and I think that it's it's definitely worth the deep dive. So I'm gonna give mm-hmm. you the floor. Let's do this. Let's do it, y'all. I am so sick. I am so sick <laughs> of these Bravo celebrities not being held accountable for the racist actions that they commit towards other people. They are Mm -hmm. hurting people. They are offending people. And then they are crying victim. Mm -hmm. They're getting off scot-free. Not all of them, I'll say, because we had to let go of a few over the summer or last 2020, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but the vast majority of them, I mean, last week we've been here talking about Brandy Redmond and okay. her being racist. And this week I finally had a chance to catch up on the last three episodes of Southern Charm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Catherine Dennis, who was in the news earlier this year for texting the monkey emoji to a black woman. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah mm. she's so she that's is the statement. right that's the statement like I don't even know what else to fucking say about it like that's the statement there isn't um, anything else to say for listeners that do not know her great 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 grandfather whatever she's a descendant of John C. Calhoun which was um, a vice president at one point who fought to keep slavery like that was his dying wish to keep mm. slavery alive Okay, not saying like Catherine owned slaves because you know white people like to say that. Like, well, nobody alive right now had slaves. Yeah, no fucking shit. But <laughs> gonna have to put the um bleep right here. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you still come from that bloodline, and I'm sure that mm-hmm. there's been nobody in your bloodline that has mm-hmm. challenged that. And come mm-hmm. out and said, "This is not who we are. We don't have to. We don't have to do what our descendants did." Um, mm-hmm. So for her to do this and then say, "I didn't even know what that meant." Like, shut up. So just just shut up and listen and learn. Okay. At this point, and then I like Patricia, the older woman, was even saying like the boys coddle her. Like she's not going to be held accountable. Like she's just going to get off scot free, and that's what she did. Oh yeah. Oh, you know how sickening that makes me. White women get away with literally anything. Mm-hmm. They are the most protected people. Yeah. Most protected. Mm. And that- she had, she still has a job. <laughs> I also didn't like how the only people that went to the removal of the John C. Calhoun statue, the only people that were showing up for that activism were the cast members of color and that random white girl. What's her name, Des? Desiree? I know, Catherine's friend, correct? Yes. Danny. Sorry, it wasn't coming to me. Danny. Danny's Danny. Her name. So Danny's the only white girl showing up, and then it's the rest of the minorities. So a few episodes ago, that's when this took place. So I forget exactly who said it, but someone said, 
Um, Catherine, since you share that last name, when the removal was happening, why didn't you go represent your family and say, you know, I'm glad this is happening because like this is not what my family stands for, you know? Right. If that truly were the case. Okay. But mm-hmm. obviously, let's be honest. Or where let's you be stand. Honest. Hello, oh, hello. If you don't want to speak for your family, but it does, let's be honest, we know that's not going to happen. Okay? Right. Because I'm pretty sure what comes with that last name is look point point. You know, mm-hmm, exactly. You're gonna, right. <laughs> you gonna be quiet. You gonna be quiet. risk it. Y'all need to risk it. No, right. Listen, they're not risking. Th- like they're mm-hmm. not risking it, and that and that's what it is, and that's what's so sickening to us in this in the world that we're in right now, and what you're showing us mm-hmm. in in America, and you're showing us. They're privileged. Didn't she say she didn't care? It was ugly anyway. Like that was what she had to say. Yes, yes. that was her response. That was was her response. response. So it's just that when really, right? It doesn't. It doesn't look cute. It doesn't flatter you. It doesn't glisten in the sun to you. I'm disgusted. Like honestly, I'm disgusted because the lack. Yeah, the lack of awareness for other people and what they go through. The the, hmm. the entitlement, the lack of empathy. Like, there are people that look at that statue and see pain. Mm-hmm. There are people that you live amongst today who were children of slaves. Hmm. So, for you to say it's just a statue and I think it's ugly, well, I think a lot of what the shit that your ancestors did was ugly, if you really want to talk Period. about what's ugly. Mm-hmm. It's deeper than a fucking statue. It is. Yeah. But unfortunately, you know, due to privilege, that's not how, you know, certain people are able to see things. And that's why it's good that we're able to have this conversation and bring light to that perspective, that different perspective that they don't have because right this is important like you like certain things like you just need to be you need to let the let people be made aware of that that's your stance, you know, especially if you come from a family that's well known in the slave trade right okay i don't even know how like two plus two equals four simple it really doesn't matter if your ancestors are the ones that did it and you feel so far removed from what your family has done to other people that level of ignorance and just not being mindful of, right. of that history is just so unacceptable. Like Pringle, what did he say? <clears throat> he said um, he thinks that his he, he was like I'm not really sure if my family were was involved or not. You know your family right. was involved, so um, don't sit here and act like, like that's insulting. That's right. insulting yeah. and sensitive. I'd but rather even take, but, take account. Don't I mean I'm not asking you to like pay for what you're. Be your relative, right? But right. Be and like, no one is. Hey, asking I know that happened. That. I'm like, I am. I am embarrassed to have been even be associated with that. Right. Yes. Sorry. And then like, can we it. just that's like, what's wrong on. with accepting the reality? Like, if you come I, from a wealthy southern to. family, that's just hmm. probably what it is. That's probably where your family money comes from. Like old yep. money from the south. Where the hell you think it come comes on. from? All right, all right. But it's like right. it's like the fake embarrassment for me because are you really embarrassed? No, that like that's because you're no. not because she's only worried about the appearance of the statue. That's what came out of her mouth. Not not a statement when the whole entire world is making statements about how this is not right and we don't want to continue this pattern. She didn't take a voice taking a stand 
and and petition that I, I'm happy that this is happening in light of everything happening around me, even if she wasn't informed of every little lick of detail that her family has in, instituted. You still know the climate of the world right now. These are the things that we are fighting for. And you understand what that statue stood mm-hmm. for. It's they're on the plaque right. of that statue speaks to why that statue is standing. So regardless if you understood truly the meaning mm-hmm. and, and, and could relate to the experience of people and relate to the trauma of people behind that statue standing, you know the way that the world is changing right now that 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 symbols like that should not be standing and that that is not a representation of what you yourself right. mm-hmm. stand but for. But let's be real. Like, the whole cast, the whole white cast with the, the exception of that Danny <laughs> girl, they just had a very strong lack of interest in talking about anything having to do with civil justice and civil rights and the BLM movement. Like, they all, like, I don't even, even you know, know they, why I know why I'm disgusted because like I don't know if it's I th- well I think it's probably a lack of care from the production team and the cast like I need Bravo to use more than the all-black franchises to bring these issues to light mm-hmm. like it was honestly I kind agree. of disgusting that they spent so little time on the BLM movement, and thank you for showing the removal of the statue. That was nice. And in the same episode, we have to sit and watch how these irresponsible-ass grown men were out during a Pangea. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) And then we had to listen to them talk about, I don't know how I got COVID. Damn, that's crazy. Idiots. Idiots. Some beer. Wow. What? What? It's an interesting wow. show. So I know I told you guys to watch it. Yeah, you um, did. You told us to watch <laughs> okay, it. You told because, us to watch okay. the white Southern because... charm. You told us. <laughs> because mind you, Devin and I, we are team Southern Charm New yes, Orleans. Okay? Absolutely. New Orleans, they need to bring it back. Don't know what's I don't know what happened with the second contract. I don't know if y'all need to recast whatever it is, but that's the energy no, no, girl. that the people they want. They'll be on season three, I thought. Yeah, it'll be the third season. If they bring it back, it would be the third uh-huh. season. Okay, well, bring it, bring it, bring it back, yeah. bring it back, bring it back. I need more. <laughs> well, we need more of that. You so, told us to watch the white folks, and I'm looking at these people catching corona. Okay. Coronavirus. Because, <laughs> let me tell you, I'm actually I'm very disappointed. real crazy, and like, ugh, yeah, honestly, this is the reason. Honestly. It's embarrassing. And then go right back out. Damn, I just got rid of What COVID. was the reason? Let's go out to dinner That's tonight. right. What was the reason? What was the reason? I don't what was know. the reason? Why are we watching this? Okay. What was the reason? So I really wanted you guys to watch. Um, only because we, we do talk about all shows Bravo. And it was just something, you know, I had picked up one seasons ago, you know. Um, but now, because, you know, I like watching beige people act a fool. Like, that is my <laughs> it's country. A, yeah, like, it's I true. Love it. it is my so type that's of why, But I feel like now, like, <laughs> racial issues are starting to really, like, you know, come up yeah, in their conversation. Because, yeah, like, before, yeah. before, girl, it was, they had baby mamas, baby daddies. Um, there was a crazy <laughs> girlfriend on here who was, like, who was a nurse. Like, she was crazy. And, you know, it was just beige people acting up. Drama. Yeah, okay, so I was like, yes. you know. 
I just want that was you know my little trash TV. I don't watch it. Let me go. Let me go back to the older. That's what I'm saying. Bring back Thomas Beverly now. Actually, no, because I feel like honestly, I already know his family. He a racist? No, I don't think. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. But I can only <laughs> imagine his, like, without like a whole bridge yeah. named after him. That's what I'm saying. I I can only imagine a his bridge, ties. Probably, mm, his ties. Let me not say. Let me not say my speculations. Right. Exactly. His ties are probably deep, but. <laughs> You know, I'm, I'm really Southern charm. Okay, to, to the producers, I really need for y'all to like just do some work in this in this area right now. Um, Benita needs a a contract, right? Period. Benita, Benita needs a contract. Period. They rushed I to do, get that I, black I like, woman on that show, and they know they to... rushed to get Leva. I don't even know what Leva fits into. Like, I don't even know because if you watched the other the other seasons, like bringing, I, I don't know where Leva fits in. <laughs> I get it because she was Cameron. She's not not was. She is Cameron's best friend. Cameron's not on the show this season, but I I don't know what she brings. I guess what she brings is she was the first brown person they could find, right? To hurry up and put on the show, mm-hmm. and then and then she brought black people because right. she actually had black people that she knew, right? She could I bring. think they honestly I don't think found. That- the That's first, they yeah, they were just looking for a brown person for that show and a boss brown person because let's not, let's not, yes, who she is. absolutely putting she the respect on runs it. the scene, runs the scene in Charleston. So, her and her loving black it. husband, okay, loving it. I'm sure the racist whites love that. Oh, <laughs> yo, resurrected. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna say, let's just see how this season ends, and then from there, we can make a decision on whether or not we will be talking about them ever again. Okay. Yes, so let's see All how right. this plays out. And Bravo, we watching. Okay, we, we are. are watching, and we're ready for. We're gonna be holding you accountable. That Vanita, yeah, because Bravo. Down. Exactly, because the issue we're going to be talking about the network. It's not just going to be the show because you guys are responsible for how these shows are produced mm. and how we watch it and how we see it and what messages you guys are putting out there. So it's the network that we're going to have to have conversations with. Right. Definitely. And I just, I just want y'all to do some homework. This is just a review from the people. And and this is you're not reading the room, <laughs> Southern Charm. You're not reading the room, right? So if we reset the room, our deep dive conversation is about white cast members not being held accountable for certain things that they have said, done, recorded, taped, posted, you talk about reshared. I am. I really am. I'm going to talk about. But I'm going to first start off and... with the Tiffany Moon. What's the premiere? Moon? Yeah. Let's start with. Let's just start with. No, this is just for Tiffany. Honestly, Tiffany Moon, the Honestly. boss. There's nothing. This I have never seen an entrance like hers. Like, I want ever. I I want to say she might be top three for me already already mm-hmm. yeah Just the way right that she right herself. like the way yes. it's like it's like period her i like the fact that she said everything i do is overachieve i heard that yeah right. my ovaries like, are overachievers <laughs> <laughs> everything i do is and an overachiever i will tell you the, the moment i fell sis. in love with her was when brandy 
was I'm gonna let you talk about this. Don't, don't I'm gonna let you talk about this. But <laughs> you know, when Brandy <laughs> was know. giving her tears, Tiffany sat there, grabbed her glass, took a sip of water, rolled her neck, and was like, "Okay, you want to get into it? Let's get into it." When I saw <laughs> that whole motion. <laughs> Top three. No, it was another motion for me. It was Tell another me. motion for me. This was the motion for me. The beginning of the episode, because, okay, listen, I need to get all their names. I'm new to the franchise. So there was there was a conversation with a lady and her Deandra mother. Deandra and, Drums, and Big D. Deandra, De- mm-hmm. both of them. <laughs> yes. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Deandra's, <laughs> we're talking. So... <laughs> To our girl, Tiffany. And this was the motion for me when they wanted to continue telling Tiffany, this woman who has watched <laughs> the footage herself. Right. When they wanted to continue telling her, oh, she's not racist, though. She, they, she, they, she, she didn't mean any ill right. will. She didn't mean she didn't mean to hurt anyone's feelings when she did that. It was the uh-huh <laughs> that Tiffany gave in that scene. Well, first of all, me. It was the Mama D, uh-huh. and I and everybody knew. Like, who are you talking? You don't. You're preaching. You're not. You're not preaching right. to me. Because listen, I saw the footage, and that it was disrespectful. And I'm but insulted, the entire time, period. Lar, Mama D or Big D, whatever her nickname is, she knew. <laughs> she knew that Big she D. was like, yeah, she's not racist. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, she knew. Because how? So let so let let's just dive into it. When I speak about Brandy in this segment, <clears throat> I do want to be mindful that I can see that she has sat mm-hmm. with what with mm-hmm. what she has lit mm-hmm. a torch under, and I can I can see, and I do feel sympathy mm-hmm. for how she has had to figure out mm-hmm. her wrongs. <laughs> Um, I can see and I can see that she is still trying to digest this information and learn from her wrong. She understands Uh that what she did is wrong, but let me be very clear, sweetheart. The tears and a sorry will never be enough. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately. And a lot of, a lot of people need to understand that because the climate, the world that we're in a sorry has not been enough to suffice for a whole lot in life. You could tell me sorry as many times as you want. Mm-hmm. There's actions and these things that have happened that you also need to speak to, okay? Your comments after people have told you that you have insulted them, you need to speak to. Right. I don't feel, I can't really... I understand that you have gone through an emotional roller coaster, sweetheart. Mm-hmm. I do. I see it. You're crying on live television. <laughs> but but what? What it comes down <laughs> to? Hold on, you will not try to sneak that in there. Listen, as if. I'm but it up. <laughs> like, because we see, we see you breaking down, and like, obviously, nobody wants. To, I don't want to sit here watching a girl talk about no. killing herself and having thoughts no. of killing herself, no. like sweetheart. No, it's never. You never need to have these thoughts, baby girl. But just do better. I'm and and just right. do 
exactly. so much better. Understand is. you are not perfect. And I think in this situation, you have learned you're not perfect. And there are things that you can't just speak to and, and say and do and expect for there to not be repercussions mm-hmm. for your actions. It's not your world. Okay. There's other people in this world that you have to factor in. You can't be throwing out monkey emojis and shit and thinking that that is acceptable and that cannot affect and Mm -hmm. impact other folks. Right. It's just these repercussions for actions. Honestly, I feel like they gave her. I'm sorry. But I, that made me so mad that we had to see Brandy cry over and over and over again on that episode because give yes, Tiffany because that air I don't time. Care. Like, I'm over the tears. Mm-hmm. I'm over white women crying and becoming the victim mm-hmm. when they have barked first. Right. You are not mm-hmm. the victim here. You are not the victim right. here. You are not the victim Damn. here. Exactly. So as much as you want to now cry wolf and speak to the the fact that you are having these thoughts, you are not the victim here. Tiffany in that moment had to speak to how she experienced so much racism as a child in mm. this country. Yeah. She had to now paint this For picture you to understand. To make her to make her issues bigger right. in that moment. Right. Y'all understand, like, in that moment, Tiffany had to paint a bigger picture than this white woman's crocodile tears so that that her message can speak to, sis, I don't give a damn about it. All I know is that when I was a child and I would try and mimic people's features, I always got popped. Yeah. Okay. Because I knew, first off, don't ever, (laughs) okay, I feel like there's a huge disconnect with Caucasians in that in that way and with understanding you don't do that okay like with black people our features have been just blown up art yeah. and art still shows it how they are constantly amplifying our features and have always had a problem with our lips and our nose and our ears and our mouth and our jawline and our hair textures and and they've always came for our features so i've always i think that that's why as black people like we have learned you don't do that and if you were to try and mimic anybody else's features it's mm-hmm. an insult i there's no excuse i don't give a i i, I can't reason with you sis and <clears throat> to just get back to what i was saying I think that in that moment, Tiffany having to speak about her experience as a child and how she had to grow up in this country experiencing people like Brandy who thought that this is funny, that thought that this was Mm -hmm. appropriate, humorous, whatever they, they think this is, like, that speaks to, again, we don't care, woman, about these tears, We're also not asking for you to kill yourself. But what we are asking for you to do is to accept the fact that you are wrong here and accept the fact that you have insulted someone. And mind you, if that's just how you move, if you just want to be the person that, you know, is just you don't care about anybody else, then walk with your head high about it. But don't cry after you so if I'm going to play devil's advocate, there's only one thing that's like ringing in my head. And it's the fact that like, 
okay, so one of us three, we can say something wrong, and like the amount of people that's that are gonna hear it, it is gonna be minimal. It's not gonna be, you know, a large audience of people. However, what do you mean by that? So when so when she did it and this video got out, I can only imagine the amount of people who were probably like messaging her, talking probably on some crazy stuff like. You better die, kill yourself, blah, blah, blah. You know how people do. So mm-hmm. I can only imagine mm-hmm. from that, I feel bad because, damn, that sucks. But unfortunately, <clears throat> that, I mean, when you do silly stuff, you receive silly consequences, you know? No, right. no. Does, I, I'm, does it right? I'm sorry. I can't reason with it because no, no I'm not, I'm not reasoning with viral. it. I'm I saying, think it's just like, if you're getting thousands and thousands and thousands, like of threats, can, of threats, right. I yeah, feel bad. I yeah. With yeah, how that's a lot. But however, but I, yes, I you post it on your story. With yeah, you post you it on get, your sleeves. You post it on your public story. Okay, happened, so it's like okay. I feel like so because this is the thing. Even with our podcast, um, if we even think that someone said something problematic, we tell a person, okay, actually, don't say that. Let's go back. And if we even question it, you know, so on my story, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm just never going to post anything that is offensive to another group of people without me thinking about like that. That's going to cross my mind. Like, I don't know how that doesn't cross or following up with an apology and a sincere one to say, oh, my goodness, I was made aware that I did this. Like, like, look at Rihanna. Recently, she had to make a huge statement after mm-hmm. her fashion show because the music selection insulted a, a mm-hmm. group of people. Now, trust and believe somebody lost their job that day, but it insulted a group of people and she had to now follow up behind her brand because her mm-hmm. name is tied right. to all of this. This is this is her and she had to speak to something that she may not have had her actual hand in because she hired folks to pick the music behind the mm-hmm. production. But she has to speak for the fact that she has insulted those that supported mm-hmm. her or or insulted a group, a demographic of people. And what and what is it? Yes, sometimes like I know earlier I said a sorry sometimes is not enough, but at least acknowledging the fact that you have done wrong here and you did not mean to yeah. do that. That's all. Like, you did something wrong here. People told you you did something wrong. Just follow up with, like, oh, I was... That yeah, wasn't my I intention. think the big difference like, between Brandy and Rihanna is, as Black women, like you were saying earlier, Lara, like, we're, we're taught you offend somebody, you apologize, mm-hmm. and you move on. And you don't think about yourself, either. It's, it's not about you at that point. If you offended someone, wow. it's about... It's about what you did and how you can correct that. I just feel like in the moment, if you're really sorry for something, you will take accountability for it. And you will let the person that you offended um, be made aware that you you apologize for offending them. But it's when Uh you want to keep the stance of like, but what did I do? But I didn't mean right. it like that. But da, 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 da. that's okay. So then you, so then you weren't sorry. And then and there's a ego. whole lot of grown people that we're watching on Bravo television yeah. that have that problem. Like there's a whole lot of people. And the thing is, like you guys are being taped. We got the clip. We can literally, you can literally rewatch yourself and see that 
sis, I'm sorry, Jen. I love you. But you definitely said that she was a grandfather. <laughs> you said it, sis. Well, it it well, was we it was it, and we love you. We Jen. saw it. It was it was it was it was great. Like, well, well, it was, it was you, great. you told no lies. It was fantastic, <laughs> my darling. You told no lies. We're told, sis. So the thing is, though. Everything is recorded, y'all. So, like, y'all can't sit here and say, "Oh, well, I didn't say that." Well, you did, sweetheart. I didn't mean and it, it that way. Folks. And the people have spoken. The and the people have spoken and told you that you offended me, <laughs> sweetheart. And you're still sitting here. But like, I didn't mean it. Mm-hmm. Well, what? <gasps> because Brandy, like, I don't know, I know who raised you. I don't. I don't either. I don't know who raised you. But I think that Devin, to 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 wrap this segment up, I think Devin, like you, you pose a good point. When Brianna made that apology, it is a clear example that women of color have learned to not at all play around, talk about, make fun of because we've other had it done to us features, and mm-hmm. we've had it done to us. We've had it done to us in the in the mm-hmm. worst of ways. And and sold and published and and posted like it has been a message that people of color relate to we we relate mm-hmm. too much to so we don't want that to be done to us and when we see it done to other cultures like it's an immediate diss and we understand although we are not of Pacific Asian background we relate to tiffany in that moment when she is speaking to her 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 life and having to speak to her upbringing and coming into this country as an immigrant and having to fight for everything that she has claimed her own look at her look at her look at her now like and what she has had Mm -hmm. to fight through no one should ever she doesn't have to preach to us at all okay her her degree already speaks to how she is made, okay? She is built for a whole lot of things that people only wish to accomplish okay. in their life. So the thing is, she has not clearly held all of those that have impacted her. She has not held that over her head. She is not walking in the shade of that. And that is the strength that we see mm-hmm. in Tiffany, and and that is why I I stand for Tiffany. We stand for Tiffany because we see your strength and it is exhibited in everything by your overachieving ass. We see it. Like, and kudos to you for in that moment really having a really taking the time to sit down with Brandy and educate mm-hmm. her. Um because a lot of times we always are jumping down people's throat and having the expectation that they should know better. But we understand now in the world that we're in a lot right, of people period. just don't know better. They just don't know. And and the issue, again, that we're stressing here is even if you don't know, when people bring it to your attention, you need to just now open your mm-hmm. mind up to that and respect and respect that, okay, I wasn't educated. Right. And I'm going to continue to exactly. And that's all. That's. And and that is it. That is it. And I appreciate Tiffany taking that moment to sit down with her outside of the group as well. She's taking notes, y'all. She really entered this franchise like just really great because I'm a person that I'm I'm the type to take someone to the side if it truly is something that that I mm-hmm. want to talk to you about. I don't need any outside people chiming in and 
you know, she's new to the group too. So this is a really major move for Tiffany. I really, <clears throat> I really am enjoying her so far, and I can't. And yeah, I will be watching three for me. Real Housewives of Dallas because of Tiffany. I definitely am tuned in because of you, sweetheart. I can bring up something real quick. Go ahead, sis. That I saw. It's a little bit different, and I know she's our, she's one of our favorites, but. Huh. Okay. So, oh Lord, let me sip some tea. I already know what's up, what it is. <laughs> no, I don't know if you know because I'm talking about the Dory. Oh no, Dory Kimsley. Okay, continue. Oh, continue. Yes, so, okay. So last week we saw um, the craziness that happened at the Capitol. Now, I know that this last year. 2020 was a year you know with all with everything racially that um mm-hmm. that was coming to the surface mm-hmm. you know a lot of people spoke you know we had a, a lot of allies a lot of performative mm-hmm. allyship as well but you know mm-hmm. we still had a lot of allies yeah mm-hmm. so i'm gonna bring it back to this past week um i guess there was a guy um who had a camp auschwitz hoodie on during when they were like yeah exactly what and Yes, and Dory um, reposted it. Now, uh uh-uh. uh no, 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 no. But she reposted. No, she reposted. She reposted it as like, like a, an awareness, like, condemning it. Okay. Yeah, okay. condemning it. Okay. okay. But the only problem with that I have sometimes with this, like, like everything that's happened before happened, right? You care now because where you're you affected. Yes. Mm. yes, I didn't care now until get, I was affected. Yes, yes. and Dory. Mm. For listeners that don't know, her parents are from Israel, right? Like, I think so. Yeah, like, she comes from a Jewish family. I am pretty sure. So, like, now that she's affected and offended... Now she's speaking. Yes, now speaking you post up. on it. Yeah, you know? And I just... I don't know. When I see stuff like that, it's like, because I don't... I have a lot of Jewish friends, so I don't ever want to, like, say, oh, like, my struggle is worse than yours, blah, blah, blah. You know, not ever doing that. But it just sucks that, like we're just not caring about but then when it's another person's struggle we're supposed to care about that mm-hmm. you know right and it's like a it's like a teeter-totter especially as a black woman because i know me like i'm from the bay area where melting pot like melting cultural pot like i have friends of all different backgrounds yeah um and so i'm very familiar with like I don't even know how, how I want to state this. You're so, familiar with just probably different causes and just yes, awareness. Yes. How you awa- care about other people. Yes, exactly. different from you. Exactly. Thank you. Being from the Bay Area, I have friends from all different types of backgrounds, you know? Um, and so when, when I hear stuff like build that wall, I have undocumented friends. I'm going to fight for that cause. Exactly. You know, when I, when I hear people talk poorly about, oh, so-and-so on an airplane, I don't want to sit next to them. Mm. You can't do that. Right. That's yeah. rude. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I correct all of that. So it's just sometimes disheartening hmm. when I see other people, like, it's like for black people, they just can't do that. It's mm. very mm. weird. Yeah. It's like, we're like the, oh, no, but like, you guys don't, like, but like, you can't. We can fight for everyone else, but like, <laughs> right. you guys, it's okay. Like, mm-hmm. you guys don't, like, why do you guys feel like that? Right, right, right. The it's very weird. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's like very just bottom of the barrel. And it is very hard when you like, okay, let's talk about it. How of the barrel, period, black women 
we are at the bottom because we support bottom. everything. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. And, but it's like, we have all this on our backs. Mm-hmm. No one has us. And it is very, mm-hmm. just, I don't know. I just feel like I just wanted to bring that up because it's sometimes it's very problematic. Very. Because it's like, I get, I, like, now, now this is where you draw the line when you finally see this, per- not the Confederate flags and all that. Because right. We're talking about how that's crazy. Okay. But this, and I understand because like, the thing is though, like I said, I understand that. Like, I, I that, that was totally unacceptable for him to be wearing that hoodie. Like it's disrespectful. Right. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like I don't know. It puts a weird taste in my mouth. The world around us, there's no more passing. There's no more. There's no more sliding on a whole lot of issues, worldly issues, right now. Right. Exactly. So mm-hmm. we want to see we want to see you show up more, Dorit. Not just on things that affect just you personally, but those around you period. Yes. Uh, not just Dorit. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's Bravo cast member. There is no reason. The, the two most vocal people have been on those specials that Bravo has done. And they have been the new housewives, Leah McSweeney and mm. Bronwyn Burke. Those are the yes. only oh, two. Can we talk it's about true. Bronwyn? They've been, Hold the, on. they've been the two most outspoken and bravo to them. But and not Black only that, they've been the only that. two to say, I'm not perfect in my allyship, but I'm willing to learn. And willing to learn. That's all that we're looking for, man. That's all, we're all, that's all that we are looking for. Ownership mm-hmm. and then the, the effort to want to do better. Right. That's it. That speaks so, so volumes, man. Volumes. Okay, so this past Friday evening, I actually got a chance to check out what else is going on podcast. They have um Taria. Sorry if I butchered your name. I'm so sorry. Um, she has a podcast, and she actually got a chance to interview Bronwyn. Where I actually got to see Bronwyn at her core and what she stands for mm. and her beliefs. And it was actually very moving to see that conversation happen between a black woman and a um, real housewives of Orange County out of all the cities, Orange County. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, had this conversation about what's going on and how receptive um, Brahman was to the criticism and the critique that Taria had towards her mm. and how she received it and she was she was like I hear you and I will move differently moving forward and I, I can appreciate that mm-hmm. you know it's like the genuine the genuine act and I know people a lot of people were like in the comments oh I feel like this is formative I don't think it is no like I actually think that who requested I, the interview was it Brahman or I mean how did they like start the interview and like what was the premise of their conversation so I do know, um, I, bu- I want to say it might've been Bronwyn, okay. Bronwyn who actually put it on. I'm not sure though. I just know it was called Amplified Voices IG live with, and I, I'm pretty sure, I think that is, um, Bronwyn, okay. like her own little thing that she has going on. So whatever it is, I just know that the conversation was real nice. You can actually go on to Bronwyn's um, Instagram and she actually has the entire live oh, great. on her second post. So yeah, go check it out. If you haven't had, if you want to go check it out. But yeah, I think that she definitely hit some points that need to be hit in that interview. Yeah, I, I was in there for a few minutes and I liked what Bronwyn had to say. I think that um, a lot of white people are afraid to just admit, just just for a quick moment, hey, I was wrong. And yeah, that was racist. 
I'm sorry, moving forward, you know, what do I need to do to change it? I think so many mm. white people are so prideful. They're so scared to call out their peers. Or themselves. They're mm-hmm. afraid to, to say I was wrong themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. all you have to do is admit that you were wrong and you're not perfect and you are racist and you're trying to confront your own biases and move forward. But they're so stuck on mm-hmm. saying, well, I'm not racist. I'm not racist. Mm-hmm. I'm not racist. Like, it's just, it's too dangerous nowadays to be quiet on so many of these causes that are happening around us. In 2020, we already experienced just way too much, just way too mm-hmm. much. And like in 2021, everybody is making, you know, intentions to do better and, and take what happened in 2020 and move into a brighter life, a, a better light better vibes just completely removing you know all the the negative that was swarming in 2020 nobody's trying to bring that into 2021 Mm -hmm. the generation has Mm -hmm. moved beyond that small level of thinking the generation now cares about others beyond just themselves right and Mm -hmm. there's movements that's happening in every in every part of this world right now that are speaking to that like the change has always been the revolution like we want it and it has to happen thanks for listening be sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a five-star rating if you enjoyed this episode Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Black Girls Bravo to catch our live reaction to the current Bravo lineup. And join us on Facebook for Cousin Chat, where we mix, mingle, and discuss all things Bravo. We'll see you guys next week for another episode of A Black Girls Bravo.